We've all done it. Left the house with just your phone. No keys, no wallet. And that used to be a big problem. You couldn't pay for things, you were locked out, and you were in big trouble if you got pulled over. But thanks to mobile wallets, smartphones now let you pay for things. They let you open smart locks. And this fall, people in certain states will be able to store a copy of their driver's license on their iPhone. Here to talk about the arrival of digital driver's licenses is Recode's Rebecca Heilwow. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. So what is a digital driver's license and how will this new system work? You've probably been hearing a lot over the past few months about digital vaccine passports and sort of saving personal information on phones and in phone apps. So you should sort of think of that as the foundational technology, but this will work a little bit differently primarily because it's the information that would be on your driver's license. So imagine an app or a part of an app that contains all the information that would be on your physical driver's license that's actually now inside your phone. So it would kind of look like your physical ID, but there would be potentially some big differences. So instead of just a still photo, it might be that the digital license includes a moving image, kind of like those live photos on your phone. So it's you know, like kind of a digital version of what you already have, but it's way more than a screenshot. And this is kind of similar to something that we've been seeing a lot more lately, digital credit cards. Like I've been paying with Apple Pay a lot more in the pandemic. What else can you do with digital wallets? Is there going to be other stuff in there too? Yeah, it really seems like companies like Apple want to have control over everything that would have once gone into a physical wallet. People are paying for things with credit cards that are stored digitally on their phones. People are able to open their cars now with digital apps and potentially even going into their homes with that. So basically everything is kind of being transferred and condensed into these apps. I know I've started using public transit by using a phone and things like that. So people are really making that transition. Okay, so just so I'm understanding, I know how Apple Pay works. I click the button on my phone and it scans my face and then I'm able to use a credit card. Is there like a verification system or does it even work like Apple Pay or is it a separate app? What's the deal? Apple said this is coming this fall and that it's going to be part of Apple Wallet. So we should expect that it's going to follow similar rules for that. But right now, we actually don't know that much about how it's going to work because all we really have is what, as Apple has hinted thus far, we do know that Apple does basically want to take over everything in the physical wallet and put it in the digital wallet. Yeah, it's like a one thing does it all approach now. It reminds me of the the multi-pass in the sci-fi movie, The Fifth Element. Have you seen that one? No, I have not. You should. It's amazing. Um, is this just an Apple thing or are other tech companies doing it? I have to imagine Google wants to. Yeah, Apple is actually not even the first company to try to roll this out. Um, Google, like you said, has also been trying to work on a system for a digital driver's license, and it's been releasing standards that are supposed to help that happen. You know, IBM has been trying to get digital identification rolling for quite a few years now, and it's been involved with the vaccine passport system in New York. And then there's this other company called Idemio, which you may not have heard of, but has actually helped launch digital versions of IDs with several 
several U.S. states already, including Arizona and Oklahoma. So Apple is a big, splashy name here. But, you know, we've had tech companies looking into this for quite some time. We've talked on the show before about the controversy around digital vaccine passports. There's a debate about privacy and medical records. Given that it's a similar technology, is there also a debate about digital driver's licenses? Digital driver's licenses have not become this fixture within a culture war that vaccine passports have become. So we have had these digital driver's licenses in some respect use similar kind of technology and similar concepts to storing personal information on phones, which people can sign up voluntarily for as many uh, vaccine passport apps work as well. But there hasn't been this whole debate over it. And there have been several states that have try to limit or ban vaccine passports and apps like that also go forward with digital driver's licenses. That's interesting. Well, tell me more about the case for digital driver's licenses. Why are, aside from convenience, why do states like them? One sort of advantage of this is that it lets you have a bit more control over your information. So say you're trying to just get a drink at a bar and you need to confirm that you are in fact over the age of 21. It's not really necessary for you to show your personal address or information like that that might be on your ID to a bartender. So for instance, you could kind of just show your age information, which is sort of a privacy plus, some might argue. At the same time, like other people think it could potentially be more secure and harder to fake. And this is something that the Department of Homeland Security has been interested in. They've been talking about creating standards for digital versions of IDs and the TSA is interested in well. But, you know, I think a lot of states that are moving forward with this, remember states are the entities that primarily give out identification cards in the United States, want to be part of the future and sort of see this coming and just sort of are trying to keep up with the times. When I travel, I have plane tickets that go in there and concert tickets. Apple Wallet is sort of like even more useful than my physical wallet because there's an infinite amount of space and moving stuff from, say, like an email uh, into Apple Wallet is becoming increasingly easy. Right. Yeah. I'm imagining that you are going up to the TSA officer and the TSA officer not only is looking at your digital license to make sure that you're meeting this identity requirement, and you're also ending up using Apple to access your boarding pass for the plane as well. So really a lot is ending up in your phone. I am all for streamlining the interaction with the TSA. Anything to make that easier, it would be awesome. Yeah. So if the TSA is involved, does this bring us closer to having like a federally issued identity card that's not a passport? So one of the weird things about the way the U.S. works with IDs is that we have states issuing state IDs and state driver's licenses, but then we also have the federal government setting standards for what those IDs should look like nationally. So if you know what's happening with real ID, that's an example of this. So it does kind of get us closer to that. And, you know, at the same time, we have all of these tech companies, which obviously want to have their version of this, are providing a framework that would exist on a national level, or at least across several states um, of a digital version of the ID as well. So I think we are kind of getting closer to that, even though states are the primary agencies that deliver these identification cards. So if you didn't want more Apple or Google in your life, these digital driver's licenses are not for you. Yeah, well, you could probably just stick with your physical uh, license as much as possible. Or burn it all and live in the woods. Sure. You mentioned privacy. Can you tell me a little bit more about the potential downsides? 
So the ACLU has raised some concerns about the idea of digital driver's licenses. You know, one concern is that, say, a police officer asks to see your ID, but now your ID is on your phone. What does that mean in terms of what information you're handing to that police officer? Are you handling all your digital data and access to your phone to that police officer? There's also concern about having to potentially download government apps in order to use digital licenses, and is that something that we want the government to be involved in? So those are some of the concerns that are really coming up about this. And I'm sure as they become more widespread, people will raise other concerns as well. Yeah, the idea of police handling your phone has always been controversial. And I I could imagine you're at a traffic stop and you show the digital passport and the, the cop just sort of grabs your phone and could do anything with it. Right. And I think it's worth noting that at least some versions of these apps, you're not just like showing your phone, like sometimes to verify the authenticity of the digital ID, there are some action that the person verifying it has to take using the touchscreen and things like that. So it's not quite the equivalent of just handing someone a card, if that makes sense. Sure. I would have to imagine that like using Apple Pay as the example When you use Apple Pay, if you have a phone with Face ID, it has to scan your face before you can actually use that credit card. I would imagine before the personal information comes up, there's going to be some kind of verification. Maybe it's a face scan or a fingerprint scan or a passcode. Yeah, I mean, these are the kind of things we're seeing coming up now. And, you know, one thing that's worth noting is that different apps might be different. So, you know, we have to have that conversation for every single version of this app that comes out. All right, Rebecca, you kind of talked me into the idea of a digital driver's license. That's something that I would want because I do sometimes leave my house with just my phone. What are the roadblocks? What is stopping this technology, which seems like it's like already developed? What's stopping it from becoming real and in our hands now? Of course, we have to wait for the people doing this ID check to actually accept these IDs. Um, So like I said earlier, DHS is looking at this. TSA is going to have to create rules of the road for understanding this. But beyond, you know, those very, very official government agencies that are checking, another challenge with this is that vendors actually need to decide to trust these apps. So you could imagine having this app and having a digital ID on on your phone and going up to a vendor trying to buy beer and the cashier's just like, no way, and sends you right back outside. You know, it's going to take some time for this to catch on if, if people do choose to trust it um, and do decide that it is convenient. Of course, you know, there's another side to this beyond the privacy concerns, beyond the concerns about just kind of this potentially increasing sort of ID checks and making it easier for people to ask for checks that we may not want. There's also the practical reality that it would suck if you really, really got reliant on this and then your phone died. And not only do you not have your phone, you also don't have your keys and your wallet and your ID and everything else. Well, it seems like it's a future that's very close. I recently got my haircut and I had to use an Excelsior pass, a vaccine passport to to get in. And then I paid with my phone on the way out. I could have left my wallet at home. No problem. Right. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's it's pretty soon down the road. There are a lot of states that are already interested in this. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, during the vaccine passport discussion, there were a lot of concerns about so many different states coming up with their own versions of this or private corporations coming up with their own versions of this. And, you know, we'll have to see whether we end up with 50 different digital driver's licenses and 50 different opportunities for confusion here, but does seem very, very close. Rebecca Heilwell, thanks for joining us. And please, I implore you, go see the movie, The Fifth Element, and you'll get you'll get the multi-pass joke. Okay, I will. Thanks so much. 
Check out more of Rebecca's work. You can find links in the show notes. And please get in touch by sending us ideas for future episodes, feedback, or sci-fi movie recommendations. Just email us at recodedaily at recode.net.